Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. We're going to continue our blended series today. We're going to start talking about uh, co-parenting with exes. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This, this one's, one's touchy. This one's going to get scary. You know what, Wit? <laughs> I actually, uh, I envy you pretty bad because you actually only have one ex to deal with. It's true. Brad wasn't married. He doesn't have kids with anyone. So we only have my ex to like, deal with. But what would that even be like? Yeah. We have like a exactly. hundred exes over here. <laughs> no, really. Like 50 people you're dealing with. No. And honestly, do you even have struggles with your ex? We did more so at the beginning when I was kind of like driving over here, preparing for this episode. I was trying to think of some of the things we've dealt with and in the last little while, we really haven't had any major issues. We don't really, he's very laid back and I'm very laid back. So for the most part, we get along. We haven't really had any big issues in the last little bit. So that's nice. Yeah. Does Brad in the beginning, did Brad ever like struggle? This is my question because guys are usually, it's usually like women that probably struggle with this more. Did Brad ever struggle with like feelings of when your ex had to come around and kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I want to use no, jealousy, but I like, think it was more like, <laughs> well, your terrible, situation I think it was more like, yeah, with our situation. Um, I think it was more of like, well, I got the girl. I got what I wanted. Like, That's true. Yeah. You have, a, you have so an interesting kind of different. Yeah. Dynamic. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> so he never had like an issue with my ex-husband. Um, my ex, I can't speak too much for him, but I know that it was a struggle for him in the beginning, uh, you know, with someone stepping into the role of like being another dad and another parent. And that was really hard for them. And it did happen really quickly. So that was, that was rough. Yeah. Um, if we, if you, if anyone out there is just tuning in and doesn't know that situation, refer back to episode nine, I think nine, listen to episode nine and you will know why Brad got the girl <laughs> technically. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think, um, Man, I feel bad. I feel like I have so much more to blab about in these episodes because our situation is way more like complicated. Yeah, you guys are dealing with what three other people? Yeah, you honestly have it way easier. Yeah. Like I really do envy that. We have so yeah, I have two exes because my oldest daughter was from, you know, my first and then I have two children with my second. And then we have Mark's ex as well, who is my stepdaughter's mom. So yeah, we have three different exes to party down with. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a full schedule. It really is. I just get out my whiteboard. Like, what ex do I want to deal with this week? <laughs> all of them. The answer is all of them. So where do we even start? I think oh, there's so many different dynamics. There First are. of all, like co-parenting with exes because everyone has such different parenting styles. Yeah. You learn that when you get married and have your first kid. You're like, oh, I thought we were raised somewhat similar and we were not when it comes <laughs> to parenting. So tell me how are you and your ex different when it comes to parenting? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it's been so long. I don't even think about it anymore because, well, <laughs> and the truth, the truth of it, it, like we were together for one year when we had our oldest and now we've kind of been on separate 
I mean, we've been separated and apart since she was one, really. So I mean, so long ago, it does. So even now there, for the most part, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, because I mean, now, like where, like, does she go with him and there are things that happen and then she comes home and you're like, really, your dad let you do that? I mean, let's be real like that. I think that's what a lot of people deal with is, you know, almost like retraining your kids every time they go to one house or another, basically. So my, I don't have a lot, but my, uh, one thing with my oldest daughter is her love language is definitely gifts. Like she feels love when she gets a present and my mother knows that and spoils her rotten. And so does her dad. Okay. I mean, for a while, it was literally like every time she would go with him, they were going to build a bear and building a new freaking oh stuffed animal. Like and then, okay. Every time. Did those stuffed animals come back to your house then? Yes. They end up at our house, but usually not right away. It's usually the thing like, I spent money on this. Let's leave it at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've never, he's never been too bad. And I've never been bad with like, hey, this needs to stay at my house. I see. I bought this. It stays at my house. All the stuffed animals, please, for the love of God, keep at your house. Oh, absolutely agree. Any toy, I please keep it at your house. I hate stuffed animals, though. The worst. Really? Oh yeah, they're the worst to me. It's like my oldest daughter. Same thing. She'd always be getting like stuffed animals with her dad and bringing all these stuffed animals home. And honestly, she would have like at one point there was like 37 stuffed animals on her bed. Oh yeah. Like you couldn't even see the bed. Oh, they like multiply. I don't know what happens, but they, you just find them everywhere at night. They just multiply like rabbits. Like <laughs> exactly. just, no. And then she would always complain. Like she never wanted to make her bed. And so I'm a big, you know, strickler over here and we've got chores and it's like, you make your bed every day. It's too hard. Okay. Well, here's a thought. Maybe just reduce Maybe you get to keep two. 32 of the stuffed animals. Keep five on your bed and it's going to be way easier to make. Anyway, that was a tangent, but I just hate those stuffed animals. Oh, for sure. And sometimes I think the other parent might even do it on purpose. Like I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy you I think my mother does that more (laughs) than my ex. I think she's like, oh, we went to the dollar store and we bought $10 worth of shit and it is all going to your house. Every time I'm like, no, that's Susan grandma's. Nope. And then your kid's like a hoarder. Like your kid just comes home with like a hoard of just garbage. And you're like, why? And my child is like emotionally attached to everything. I have to like throw things away when she's not home. Oh, me too. That's my favorite. Oh, me too. I know. (laughs) I just, I just go in there like Corey Chalmers from hoarders. Like when they're not home, just cleaning out shit, like cleaning out house. Um, yeah, I, I, this is my favorite part. One time my, my, my previous husband, I don't even know. It's like, do we say X number one and two? Let's just do that. Sure. One time X number two came over. This is no joke (laughs) with a garbage bag of actual just crap, like random trinkety, like toys from his house that he was kind of like, we, we cleaned all the rooms this weekend. So I want to see if like you want any of this for here. I don't want it. I do not want your junk. It was the most random shit too. And so I was like, And then my kids are like, yeah, we want to keep this here. And I just look at them and I was like, that is the cruelest thing. Like, why do you hate me? (laughs) Like, why? Why do you hate me? me? You literally just brought a sack of shit to my house and like left it. In front of the kids. This is the funniest part. In this sack. Okay. Which at first I actually really appreciated. There were like 
probably like 15 packs of baby wipes from like Costco. And so I was like, oh, score. Like I have a baby. Like that's actually great. Don't worry. Okay. Our son is five. And this was just like this last year. So I'm all stoked about these baby wipes. No, the kicker here, people, is that the baby wipes were literally from when our son was a baby. So (laughs) every pack was completely (laughs) dried out. And so I was like, you just had them for years. I'm like, no, you literally just actually gave me a sack of literal garbage like he's like just dried <laughs> baby wipes I could have thrown this in the trash can on the way out of my house but I thought I'd bring it to you and then there was like just 75 swim diapers that were not in a pack oh, just really? in the garbage sack as well loose like 75 loose swim diapers and I had a moment in my head of just like okay that'll come in handy when we actually like swim but then I realized they were all too small for my baby oh. and so like legitimately I just had a sack of garbage come home that was a fun story <laughs> just about worst. my ex and so I do it's like a war where I'm just like I'll get you back and I pack up shit here and I'm like oh, honey, here, this is going to go to dad's house for in your room so you have toys. I definitely do that. So this summer, my parents live in a city that does like a street cleanup. (laughs) So you put all of your junk from your house on the side of the road and the city will come one day and they'll like pick it all up. Yeah. Great idea. I wish my city did that. But um, the kids love to go and dive through everybody's shit like (laughs) it is all junk okay it is all junk but people do it too like there's the same people driving around the neighborhood all day long waiting for people to drop stuff off to see if there's anything they want listen I'm not gonna lie I would actually be one of those people it's it's interesting what people get rid of there's a recliner and like people are fighting over it (laughs) (laughs) like I'm trashy like I would do that oh my gosh I love it it has to be clean I mean it can't look like there's like a bunch of, you know, jazz on it or well, whatever. It <laughs> I think you mean jizz. Well, I was trying, I was trying to be more proper. So I changed it to jazz. <laughs> it can't so be all jazzy. Be tap dancing on it this couch. can't be jazz. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's, most of it is such junk. Like there's usually a few like diamonds in the rough. Like you could reupholster something or yeah, like yeah, yeah. paint a cabinet or whatever. But they just find, like, the worst stuff ever. Like, the stupid kids, like, ride on toys that (sighs) don't work anymore, but they're dragging them back to everyone's house. Like, Uh. so she brought home a bunch of stuff. I came to pick her up, and I was like, no, no, like, I don't want any of this. So, of course, the next time she went to Dad's, she's like, I think I might take some of this to Dad's. I'm like, I will get, let's put it in your backpack. But you know what? I actually have a spare box that the refrigerator came in. We can put it all in there. Let's fill your it to the top. actually going to love all this stuff. Actually, I remember coming to your house one time and there was, I remember actually seeing a box of stuff and you're like, oh, Izzy is with my mom. Yes, <laughs> always. It was just like hoarding. It's like, so bad. That's awesome. No, I, uh, it's a real thing though. And here, here's, here's something. And I bet a bunch of people deal with this. Usually there's always like one Disneyland parent and then one legitimate parent. (laughs) Yes, for sure. And I don't mean this to like, this is why it's a hard episode because I think like we're all fairly civil with our exes. Um, but I don't want to come off like rude, but you also have to speak the truth about things too. 
Oh, there's always a Disneyland parent, I think. And unfortunately, I'm like the real same parent because they live full time with me. So you kind of just get nudged into that category like automatically. Well, and both your exes are single, right? Both of my exes are still single. So is my ex. And I think that gives them a little more leeway to be that Disneyland parent. Yeah. You know, when my oldest goes with him, it's just the two of them. So they go off and they do all these things together and, you know, he takes her on vacation and does, you know. Yeah. They have that luxury to do that. To kind of come and go. Whereas we have a family and yeah, both of us work and how, you know, so it's, it's a little harder to, to do that kind of stuff. Well, do you ever, it's like difficult too, because then I don't know how your daughter is, but does she ever kind of play that card where, oh, well, dad, I get to do all this with dad, 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 dad. And they act like at home, they're so deprived. Like you don't do anything with them. Like their life is just so boring and terrible. Yeah. She definitely (laughs) pulls that on us occasionally. Like, well, I get to do this with my dad. I'm like, great. Next time you're with your dad, you should ask to go and do that. (laughs) But I'll always like, she'll ask to do things. I'm like, why don't you ask your dad? Or we'll be at the store. (laughs) And she's like, Will you buy me this toy? I'm like, how about you ask your dad? If buy ask your dad next time you're with him. <sighs> no, but it's real. Like my, my kids are the same way. They, well, we get to go here and we get to go there. Well, yeah, daddy has that luxury. Like if dad was at home with a wife who also brought in a few kids and they were blended, daddy would be keeping his wallet in his back pocket and not opening that up and paying for all of you children to go everywhere. Like it's not really like realistic sometimes, you know, it's not, but you know, their dads give them a really fun time, but I think it's like, you can't be mad about that, but it's also just hard sometimes to be the other parent at home because you do, you kind of feel, you kind of feel the effects of it. You do. And lately, like my oldest, she just wants time. Like, she's been asking me for a month and I feel, I feel bad to say this, but like she just wants to go on like me and her date out. Yeah. And it's just hard to find time to do that. And I, I feel even bad saying that out loud because she's my child and I should make the time for her, but it's like, I work full time and, and then it's getting home and it's trying to make dinner or we've been working on the backyard. Like all these things are just going on real life. Yeah. And I, I do get jealous a little bit that when she's with her dad, it's just the two of them, Yeah, you know? So he kind of, sometimes I feel like he has a stronger bond with her because he gets to just spend one-on-one time with her. Well, and I think it depends on the type of dad that they are too, or the type of other parents. I don't want to put it all on men because there are some dads out there that probably have, you know, that have the full custody and maybe the yeah, kids go to mom. Sure. I mean, everyone's situations are different, but I think depending on what kind of dad you are too, um, there are those dads out there that do all the fun stuff and the activities and the whatever. But there's also the dads out there that like, don't know what to do with their kid. And that's why they're doing that. It's like, that's true. It's not even, I don't even think it necessarily comes from a place of like, Oh, I just want to bond every second. I think it's like, uh, the kid's bored here. Like, okay, we got it out. No, I definitely think that that's for sure how it started. Like, uh, okay, let's, let's go to the park. Let's go to the arcade. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. And when we're at home, I don't know what to do. So yeah, I definitely think that's how it started. And now, of course, the older she gets, 
the more fun she is to be with places. Yeah. You know, so I know it's uh it's it's a different dynamic though when you have a family at home versus just being able to be single because you do you have a way excuse me more responsibility on your end of it. So like you feel bad and I get that. We all kind of have that like mom guilt or parent guilt on a lot of stuff like that, but it's also real life cuz my kids will kind of guilt me too. Oh, it's like a, it's a week into summer and we just haven't even done anything fun. <laughs> yeah. And I look at them and I'm like, uh, your stepdad's been out there busting his butt, putting a pool up for everybody. Um, also we're going out on Wednesday for your brother's birthday party. Also like you kids literally get to do whatever the H you want Yeah. all day long around a house with no responsibility. Cry me a freaking river. Yeah. <laughs> cry me a river like oh you po- don't appreciate these poor days till you they're gone. Yeah. you just you have a terrible life it's like you're in a prison cell basically you know? it is and this house is a prison it's a prison here no but you know like it just makes you feel crappy and then they go with their dad and everything's super fun and all these adventures going everywhere they get to eat all these places and, yeah. yeah well here's the thing too my ex-husband he makes you know good money and um you know they're he's like trained my children to be like fancy, (laughs) which is ultra obnoxious for me because it's like, uh, no, we can't go to red lobster or longhorn steakhouse. I have to be going with seven of us. Okay. There's seven of us here. Are you crazy? Yeah. All right. Everybody's just eating the bread and we're going to share one giant (laughs) ribeye. All right. Oh, girl, my my ex has trained my daughter to ask for shakes everywhere we go. Like, every time we go to, like, McDonald's, I'm like, do you want, like, a Sprite or uh, can I get a shake? I'm like, no, that thing is $3. Um, I need to upgrade to a <laughs> shake because dad does it, too. She's like, uh, no, who do you think you are? And then does Roxbury? She, and then does she say, like, no. well, dad gets me shakes? Yeah. Oh. Like, well, my dad, my dad always gets me a shake. I'm like. Okay, well, here we're getting a dollar drink. Okay, <laughs> we're getting the dollar drink. Okay, well, mommy hustles to pay the bills. So. <laughs> Daddy doesn't have to pay for a wife. No, but really, it, it is a different dynamic. Um, they, they do have that luxury. But I also kind of feel like, too, um, there are hard things about it. Like, the Disneyland dad thing only goes so far. That's true, especially the older they get. Sometimes they do really dumb shit. Like my ex will, my, my five-year-old will come home and be like, dad gave me Red Bull. And I'm like, oh, did he awesome, now? Awesome. Cause you were coming home today. Dad gave me Red Bull or like dad gave me a sip of his wine once to try or dad gave me a sip of his Starbucks. And I'm like, did he now? Like, and so I'm always going to my ex-husband. Oh, my like, baby's addicted to coffee. Oh yeah. She <laughs> okay, is not addicted, but she does love coffee. Little wit loves coffee. She does. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I've actually, I didn't like coffee till I was like 30. So (laughs) he's going to be like going to kindergarten with her Starbucks. Like (laughs) she has like a deeper voice. She's like, I need a coffee before my, before, (laughs) before (laughs) pre-K before we can do this test on the alphabet. I got to get some coffee in me. She's in kindergarten. Like, holy shit. What comes after D? I didn't have my coffee this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone have the decaf? (laughs) She's like stealing her teacher's mug of coffee. <laughs> She's jonesing. She's exactly. jonesing by 930. She's like, I got to have my kick. But have you ever had like, because we drink a little bit at home and my oldest is always like, oh, what does that taste like? She's never tasted it from us, but I'm always like, smell it. 
Yeah. And see if you think that that smells good. And every time she's like, ugh, that smells so gross. Well, here's the thing. I was 14 and my mom let me try one of her fuzzy navels one time at a wedding. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I was a little buzzed walking back to the van after that night. <laughs> and I was kind of like, I feel kind of dizzy. And she's like, yeah, honey, that's you're buzzed. Like that's called a buzz. That's what happens when people drink alcohol. So like I grew up in a very, very like open, um, what's the word? Like, uh, just a very open household. Like we just talked about everything. Uh, yeah. Like, like what am I trying to say? We didn't grow up in a really strict, um, household. Right. And so my mom, she was the mom that was like, yeah, have a taste of the alcohol. So that's not even the thing that really bugs me, but I'm like, uh, he's five. Yeah. Okay. That might be a little young. Like if they're like a preteen or a teenager and they want to have a sip of beer, I actually think that's a great idea because beer tastes disgusting to kids. Mm-hmm. I actually don't like beer as an adult. I There's would ra- very few that I care for. Yeah. I'd rather have a cocktail. And so I, I actually am just like, yeah, that's what alcohol tastes like. So, you know, so hmm, you're probably not going to hmm. want that. Yeah. And so anyway, it's not even that like, it's just more his age or there's like movies where one time my son was four and he comes home. He's like, we watched a zombie movie. It was called World War Z. And I was like, what? Like, holy shit. I feel like I have, like, I see those creepy images in my head after I watch that movie. And now two years later, my son like legitimately has like the worst sleep issues. Oh no! And sometimes I wonder like, And I'll have to, and I'll have to kind of go to my ex-husband and kind of be like, listen, did you let him watch this? And like, I think they just still look at you like you're some nag, like, oh, you're not my wife anymore. I don't have to. I can do whatever I want with my kids. I'll do whatever I want. I'll let him watch World War Z and smoke a blunt if I want to. Like he's five. (laughs) Well, that's what's hard about things are out of your control. Oh yeah. That's what's hard. Like, um, my oldest, her dad this month, he texted me and said, I just ordered a motorcycle. It's going to be here at the end of the month. Oh, okay. That's great for you. But it's almost like, ugh, how do I feel about that with our child being like, I don't mind him. Like, is he going to give her her rides? Yeah. And I don't mind him taking like her on little rides, but like she needs to have a helmet. She like all these things come up where I'm like, oh, I don't want to be the naggy like, hey, I'd prefer you not take her or, you know, like all this stuff because in reality, a lot of that stuff is out of my control. I can't control that. And that is hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. I mean, even like little stupid things that might sound so stupid to people. And I feel like there's probably people out there that are like, at least the dad's in their life, you know, count your blessings, which is true. Absolutely. But when dad's in the life and it's, but it's kind of like making it difficult for how you run your house sometimes, we just do things very differently. We're Look, very, we are allowed to bitch about this situation. We okay. are. <laughs> no, really we are. Everyone, everyone has issues in their own situation. It's so. like this. Like when my son's walking around the house, flipping on every light in the house at night with all of his sleep issues, right? Walking around like a little creeper in the middle of the night, flicking on everybody's lights, I love it. waking people up. And I'm like, son, you can't sleep with a hall light or a bathroom light on. Like you, you've got five night lights in your room and I leave a small light on downstairs. You can see Wh- why do you think you need to have all the lights on? Well, at dad's house, he lets the whole light shine right in my eyes in bed. And I just am like, like, I literally just stare. Okay. We're going to tape a flashlight to your wall. <laughs> <laughs> like a spotlight. <laughs> I like just put a spotlight in there. No. And so those are conversations. I feel like I have to go and kind of say, Hey, listen, 
like these are the issues at home. He's not sleeping. And my ex-husband will be like, well, he sleeps at my house just fine. Yep. Well, yeah, because you're shining the hall light in his eyeballs. When the hall light's on at our house, though, it also shines in everybody else's under their doors. Like creates yeah. a lot of light, you know? And so it's kind of always this, always this like power struggle between we don't want to necessarily fight with each other. And exactly. It do- and it doesn't really go there, but you both kind of walk away just like freaking idiot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You ever have those, those moments where you know you're, you're both dumb. thinking that? Yeah. Freaking idiot. And like there's nothing you can do about it. No, mm-hmm. there's not. A lot of the co-parenting is beyond your control. Yeah. Or sometimes he, he'll, this is my biggest pet peeve. He'll like laugh at stuff. He'll laugh at things. He thinks things are funny. Like, what? like if something's really seriously going on with like our son or something, it's mostly him. You can tell there's a theme here. <laughs> um, You know, like I'll go to him and I'll be like, okay, this is seriously a problem. I'm concerned about this. And he'll like, he'll be super disrespectful or something. Right. And my ex-husband will just kind of go and be like, buddy, buddy are you being like this to your mom like he'll kind of talk to him in this way like this is funny yeah and i'm like he's like you shouldn't be like that but it's funny my boy and he'll like give him a hug and i'm just standing there just like what just occurred no and so i've had to have talks with him on serious levels where i'm like listen to me please this is out of control. Like I'm desperate for you to be on the same page as me. And when you kind of give him your all buddies and laugh stuff off, he knows he can get away with it with yep. you. So he's tightened the reins a little bit and he'll actually like FaceTime our son and kind of tell him off a little bit for me, which I appreciate. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. But it's definitely always a power struggle of like, you know, when is someone going to be an idiot? That's, that's the game I like to play with all the exes like <laughs> this week on when is someone going to be an idiot you know like that's kind of always like we just never know when someone's going to like have an issue because then we've got that my oldest daughter's dad I don't really deal Too with much with them yeah it's kind of low beef low drama yeah the only time I really had drama with him and this is a fun story um was when he started dating someone uh, a couple years ago and um i i i'm hes- i i get hesitant to say certain things cuz i i know for a fact some of his family members listen to this podcast but i don't think that's a big deal i don't think this is a big deal we'll find out uh, they all thought she was <laughs> cuckoo balls anyway so um but he dated this girl like a couple years ago right after i had um, you know, my baby and, and him and I, this is like an old high school boyfriend situation. Like we were married so long ago. I actually don't even remember it. Like we both kind of laugh and we're like, Oh yeah, that's right. We were married. We were married. That was Crazy. weird. That yeah. was so long ago <laughs> for like a minute. Okay. So anyway, um, we have been civil for at this point, like 11 years and and I wouldn't even just say civil, but I would actually call it like friends. Like he'd come in, you know, hey, what's up, you guys? And, you know, Mark and I'd say hi to him and how's it going? Or, you know, he would he would sometimes kind of ask me even like advice on other girls. Like if a girl says this, like, what does that mean? Tell me like yeah. from a girl. Like we it really were, is like a friendship, not like yeah. an awkward. Yeah. yeah like I have to deal with you situation. Yeah. For seriously, like almost 11 years. And so all of a sudden I noticed one time, one, one day he just started like being a little bit more brief with me and he would never walk up to 
you know, the door with her anymore to drop her off. Um, he'd always, he'd, he'd start like honking or just texting, like I'm here, you know, instead of like knocking on the door, like weird stuff. And then he would be really short with me. Like if I had to talk to him about, you know, Hey, parent teacher conference or dance recital or whatever it was, Yeah, you know, her glasses, like, um, he, he would only send me a thumbs up emoji. Oh my gosh. And I'd be like, what the F? Like, what does this mean? What's a thumbs up emoji? It's like, oh, Bella has this or this or this. And it's like thumbs up emoji. Like, well, does that mean you can come this day or that day? I don't know what a thumbs up means. I actually fast forward to present time. If someone texts me a thumbs up emoji, I actually get a little hostile. Oh my gosh. You know, that's gonna, I'm going to start doing that with you. I know it's, it's like a thing. <laughs> Mark thinks it's funny. He sends me thumbs up emojis. Like, oh, if Mark and I are hey, in an argument. podcast tonight? Thumbs up. No, <laughs> don't. It'll make me so hostile. I have like a little PTSD when I see thumbs up emoji where I just, I start twitching a little. No, the side note, if Mark and I, because of this, if we're ever in an argument, right, he will purposely send me thumbs up emojis <laughs> about everything. Like, I'll be like, really? Like, we should probably talk about this. Like, this is whatever. And he'll just send me like seven thumbs up emojis. Oh and then I'm like, F you. No, F but you, I'm um, going to murder you when you go home. Yeah. I just, I, I start sending him like middle finger emojis. <laughs> no, but anyway, he would send me thumbs up emojis. And I started putting this together and then there'd be weird little things. Like sometimes he wouldn't even show up to pick her up. And this is oh, way weird. off character, way off character. And so I started putting all these little things together. And one day I was just like, Hey, listen, I, I like sent a text like, Hey, did I like do something to like piss you off or, and he kind of went off the rails on me. Oh, really? really crazy stuff. Like, you know, just kind of blasting all this just off the wall, like crazy stuff. And I, I pry in his business and his life and all this just random craziness to where even my husband was looking at these, you know, text messages or listening to the voicemails. And we were both looking at each each other, like what, what the heck? Are you talking to the right person? Like what just happened 11 years? And all of a sudden he's like going off the rails. So long story short, we find out that he's been dating this girl who apparently looked me up on social media and went cuckoo bonkers and like was like, you're not allowed to talk to her anymore. You will never go in her house. He didn't even show up sometimes to pick up our daughter, which is really out of his character. And he would always kind of make up like, oh, I, I, have, to, I have a meeting or I've got to take like care of something. Excuse. I can't make it. Yeah. And what was really happening is he would be in arguments with her because she didn't want him to come pick up his own daughter because it was... Yeah, he, you got to kick those ones to the curb. Oh my gosh, this girl, like, thank God no she's gone. That. And so long story short, okay, he, we found out this was happening. Um, it wasn't pretty there for a while. This was probably like one of the hardest things I've ever gone through dealing with one of my exes. Um, it didn't, it wasn't pretty there for a while. She, it ended up, I found out she made him like put the phone on record in his pocket my God, so many red flags to walk into the house if he did have to come to the door so she could make sure he wasn't talking to me. Why? Like what? You have a child together. You have to speak to each other. No, listen, I get though. If there was, but if there was anything to like worry, like if there, if she had come across a text conversation with you guys and it had been sexual or like if there had been something like to start it, I could maybe see. Or even like if I was still single. Yeah. Where you're like remarried, have a child with this other person. No, this is the best part. I actually met her. 
I actually didn't even have the baby yet. I met her when I was pregnant. And so I was like eight months pregnant at the stage where I'm literally wearing like my husband's basketball shorts. (laughs) Tank tops are riding halfway up my gut. Like I have my hair in a ratty ponytail every day. Okay. Instagram might be one thing, sweetheart, but the way you met me, you don't look you know at what I look like in real life. Yeah. Eight months pregnant, waddling around in like basketball shorts, and I haven't shaved my legs for a month. That is not, I didn't feel like something to be threatened by. And so I actually met her too for the first time pregnant. And then all this stuff happened. So she That's met crazy. me, and then she started looking at my Instagram, and then she kind of went, you well, know. Well, it's true because it's not, you were not single. And it's like if you guys had wanted to get together, you had 11 years to do it or 10 oh, years yeah. or whatever. Like you had the time you could have gotten back together if you'd wanted and you had never done it. So there no. wasn't even a history of, of that. So that's just crazy. Now here's the thing. I do understand the dynamics because I think in a blended situation, you do have to talk about this too. Being on the other side of that, having a stepchild, being with somebody who has a daughter and has to deal with another ex I can see the uncomfortable feelings of somebody sharing a kid with somebody and maybe being insecure because I don't struggle insecurity wise with what marks X like in that manner. I don't struggle like I'm not I'm not like, you know, jealous of her. I don't feel like insecure like, oh, he's going to you know, think she's attractive or he's going to go back like I don't have that. So I could but I could understand if this particular woman that he was dating who went crazy. Right. I can understand her being insecure about like, uh, just the fact that we share a kid together, you know, cause that there, there, that really is a feeling that sure. women go through and, but the level she took it to, I was more frustrated with him that he wasn't like sticking up for me almost or or, his child or his child but more that he could treat his child's mother the way he was treating me because of some girl having a problem with me and that was the one thing I always stuck by I was like listen for 11 years like we've been super civil I'm an amazing mom to her you know this like why are you letting somebody control you like this? Like yeah. you're better than that. Like I'd always say to him, you're better than this, you know? And I said for Bella, like do you think I want her freaking around somebody like this? Yeah, like this absolutely is insane. Not. And I guess this girl would always be really kind to her, like to my daughter. Which is good, which is good but it's like that's pretty twisted if you're not even letting him go pick his kid up. Yeah. And I asked my husband because we have that situation. I said, listen, and I would talk to him about this and I'm like, Mark, if I ever was like, you can't go get, you know, your daughter, whatever. In the middle of the fight, you can't go pick her up. Well, he was like, he was like, Oh, if you would ever tell me I can't actually go get my daughter and you had problems with that, like I'd kick your ass to the curb. Yeah, of course. You know, like you can have problems with the ex. You, you know, Mark's ex and I have not gotten along for years. And that's been like a big trial in the blended situation as well. But the day you cross the line where you're actually not letting somebody get their kid, like that's just, that's crazy. It is crazy. You can't, that does take it to another level. Completely. You can't do stuff like that, you know? Um, so that, that was probably the biggest thing I've ever had with him and the blended situation. Well, I definitely feel like it's hard when your ex starts dating people and it's not, for me, it's not like out of jealousy. It's not anything. Um, and my ex has never 
come close to remarrying. So I don't even have to worry. I've never had to worry about like someone else coming in as a mom, you know, as another mom to my daughter. But, um, I hate when he dates people and then like, cause in our divorce decree, it does say that he'll let me know before he introduces is he to anyone. So, but, and he's done it twice. And both times I was like, Oh, seems really early to like introduce your daughter to this person. And of course, I mean, I don't know how long he's been dating these people at the time, you know, he's kind of private with that kind of stuff, but it just always seems so short. And I, luckily it's never, none of them have lasted a long time. So my daughter's never really been attached, but I, that is always a concern for me. That is hard. It is hard. Um, with my oldest daughter's dad, like this scenario, I, I mean, he, he learned from that. Thank goodness. He finally got rid of her and he learned from that. And he even said, he's like, I am never introducing her to anybody again until I know it's legit. Yeah. Right. Um, with my, with my ex-husband, like the most recent situation, cause we were together for a way longer time. He's dated a few people in the beginning, a couple that have lasted, you know, pretty long, like I'd say like four months plus, yeah. which is long for him. Sounds like my ex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they can't keep the same one for too long. Yeah. They got to move on. Um, but he did, he introduced one, uh, one girl to my kids right away. And they, within honestly a month, it was like, my kids were coming home and my daughter's like, Oh, we're planning out my bedroom when dad and so-and-so I'm not going to use names here, but when dad and so-and-so get, you know, move in together oh, and wow. I'm like, say what? Like, hold on, put the brakes on. Hold on. What it's is been going a, on? It's been a month. And I would like go to him and I'd be like, Hey, are you guys moving in? Like, you know, she's coming home saying that you guys are moving in together. And, and I'd be like, Oh yeah, like, we're going to talk about it. This and that. Well, the thing is with my ex-husband, I mean, he can't commit. He doesn't really want the relationship. He doesn't, really it's all fun. He just wants to be the bachelor. Yeah. And it's all fun and games until somebody's like fallen in love with him. And somebody's like on the line for real on the line. And and this particular woman had kids of her own. So my kids became very attached to her, very attached to her kids. And they were devastated when it ended. And I remember my daughter, like she cried for like two weeks straight. And every time she would cry, I would just FaceTime him and hand the phone to her. I would. You deal with this. You I made did. this mess. You clean it up. Because it was the second time that this had happened. Oh, geez. Within a matter of a few months. And so the first girl was the same thing. Like introduced, kids loved her. She was like teaching. Oh my gosh. Some, honestly, this girl was like my dream situation for a stepmom. I like wish. Her name was, well, I shouldn't use names, but let's just say it was the same as mine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was very similar. <laughs> it was very similar. spelling and all. Okay. And, um, she was brilliant. Like my daughter would come home and she would be like, Oh, she's teaching me how to do art. And she would, she got really into drawing. And I was kind of like, I didn't have a reason to be jealous. There's no jealousy because I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm, I'm moved on. I'm happy. I'm in love. There's no jealousy. So for me, I was able to be so happy for my kids. Cause that's the other thing I don't get. When women can't handle their child going into the new situation. Yeah. And I've dealt with that with my stepdaughter, Mark's ex, especially in the beginning, she struggled pretty bad with letting their daughter come over 
and feeling like there was a new mom situation, family situation. Like she struggled really bad with that. And her and I have gotten into like a ton of stupid bitch fights. Like it's not been uh, the easiest situation. Sure. Um, but from day one, I came in and I was always just kind of like, I'm not here to be mom. She has a mom. She has you. I'll always respect that. Exactly. But I'm also like, you, you shouldn't want, you don't want your kid not to like me. Yeah. You don't want to have your kid come home crying every time because I'm terrible to her. No, like I'm not going anywhere. So get used to me. Pretty much was my personality. Like, well, get over yourself. Because even though that's difficult for you, like I'm not going anywhere and I'm a great stepmom, and you should actually be grateful for that. I'm just such a different girl than she is that for my exes, I want to see them be happy and I want to yeah. see them end up with somebody. And I actually want my daughters to come home like that and be like, so-and-so is teaching me how to draw. I don't know how to draw. I'm not artistic. This I girl was draw like you a stick figure, like nobody's business. This girl was like a brilliant artist. And so in my world, I was like, oh my gosh. I, we even talked a lot. Like I would drop the, them off and she would be there and I would say, Oh my gosh, you're so darling. Like, thank you for teaching her how to draw. I don't even know how to draw a stick figure. Like this is awesome. And so I just think you need to be like, I don't know, man. You just, it's difficult. There's yeah. so many emotions. I think our wish for like all of our exes is that they find someone who will love our kids and who will want to be around them, Yeah, you know, and who will take care of them and who makes your ex happy. You know, I mean, in all honesty, I want my ex to be happy and I want him to find someone that will love our daughter, you know? Well, I think it all comes down to honestly, at the end of the day to like security and confidence because my, my girls could come home and my kids could come home with this one particular woman and, uh, they just loved her. And they were always just like, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, just always talking about her, uh-huh. right? And instead of having that sting of like, Ugh, and rolling my eyes sort of feeling, I I know that I'm mom. So right. I don't have insecurities in that way. It was more just like, good, I'm glad somebody's actually making you load a dishwasher at dad's for once. Like, <laughs> I'm glad somebody's actually brushing your hair, you know, and my Ew, daughter would come yes. home with the cutest hair and I don't do hair very well. And so she would come home with the cutest hair. And I remember always being like, oh my gosh, like, can she do your hair every day? This is adorable. That would be fantastic. My daughter doesn't even brush her hair at dad's. No. So without a woman there, they come home looking like freaking trash kids. They do. <laughs> they do. They look like they're hobos that rode on the train for two weeks. <laughs> Have you and David on the tracks? Like what's going on? <laughs> Have you and dad been panhandling? What's up? Oh my gosh, seriously. No, but like it's a, it's a real thing. My kids will, this is my, this is my favorite thing. I'll be like, okay, you need to get a shower at dad's this weekend. You haven't had a shower. It's shower time. They come home Sunday, like Friday to Sunday. They come home Sunday night. They look like just a greasy disaster. And I'm like, did you not shower? Oh no. Well, why? I don't know. (laughs) And I'm like looking at my ex-husband, like, can you like, do you smell them? Do you smell that? <laughs> I can smell them from here. Do you see that grease? Like, I know my ex has been pretty good lately about making sure that she gets a shower, but that hair, man, oh, it no. kills me, kills me. I know. And finally, like my oldest got to a point where I was like, you know, you can, uh, take care of yourself now. I'm waiting for that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blending. It's interesting dynamics all over the place. Honestly, uh, it's not easy. And I think whether it's you're dealing with Disneyland parent, 
a parent that spoils absentee parents absentee parents yeah ones that pick and choose when they want to be in the child's life that oh. would be that would be very difficult right like they show up at the recitals and all the important things but everything else like just or they show. only show up once or twice a year at random times and the yeah. rest they just don't show up at all for anything I mean, I don't have a personal situation with that, but I can't imagine how frustrating that I would be. I don't have a personal situation like that, but I do have a friend that had a daughter with a boyfriend that was just, he would just come around randomly and then it would be literally years. He wouldn't come around for years and then all of a sudden it would be like, what? oh, I do want to be a parent. It's so weird. Years? What yeah. were you doing? What exactly. were you doing for years? Well, this child doesn't know you now. They don't know yeah. you at all. You can't come in thinking that you're dad and that you can just step into a role. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work like that. I can understand like weeks, like sure. I'd like a vacation for a few weeks for my kids. Yeah. Sign me up for a couple months. Right. (laughs) Even even if I'll go as long as a month. All right. Maybe two if we're getting desperate, but then you know, you're going to miss that. There would be no way. Even a month would be too long. You know. Okay. But like years. Yeah. What? I know. Right. Ridiculous. I don't understand. I don't get it either. I don't get it. And and yeah, exes, I mean, we want to know you guys, like honestly, anybody out there that has situations we want to share, we want to know, um, right in. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Get real B and W at gmail.com. Uh, tell us your stories or you can go on our Instagram, Facebook, whatever, find us. But yeah, we want to know, we, uh, we wanted to just kind of talk about more of the X factor tonight and how that plays in the whole blended family role. It's not easy. We're being very like, we're being very restrained too. I feel like we're trying to be as respectful as we can without yeah. just turning this into a complete bitch fest because there's two sides to every story. Yeah. You know, to Mark's ex. I mean, she, I'm a horrible person. You know what I mean? You are a horrible Probably. person. <laughs> yeah. I think it just, it really does. It just, it kind of varies. Like she has her opinions about me. I have my opinions. Everybody kind of plays nice with each other, but you know, it's like at the end of the day, pretty bullshitty. My ex and I, same thing. Like we, we, we probably have our underlying issues with each other, but at the end of the day, people just don't want to be in wars. It's not worth it. It, It's not, especially when you know you're going to be in that war for 18 plus years. Exactly. It's just, it's not when we were getting divorced, I, I know it's required here in Utah, but I'm not sure about other states, but you have to take a, if you have a child and you're getting divorced, you have to go to a parenting class. Yeah. And the, I mean, the best advice that we got there and it, it worked for us because we heated it, but it was, you know, to not talk bad about the other parent in front of your, in front of your kids. Yeah. You know, and that, and don't let your family do that either in front of the kids. That pisses me off because I don't say things in front of my kids. <sighs> I don't necessarily even think my exes say things in front of our kids, but yeah, I think we just, um, how do I say this in the most respectful manner? (laughs) You just say it. You just say it. (laughs) I know for a fact, and so does my husband that on the other end of that, on his end of it, that there's a lot of manipulation, drama, crap talk that has gone down. Right. And, um, and it's hard to be the bigger person it is. in those situations. It's really hard. Especially when you're a feisty little thing like myself. We've had issues because for, for the first few years, especially, I mean, I felt like I wanted justice. It yeah. was like, 
no, no, no. Like she's not going to get away with that. Like I'm going to step up. And I've told her off a few times. I've written those text messages out of emotional moments where I've just been like, Hey bitch, let's go. Listen up pretty much. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't get you anywhere though with people like that too. Because when, especially when somebody is a person that's kind of like always a victim and they always are a victim mentality, they're always a victim. And there's no winning. There's no winning. There's no winning in that situation for sure. So this is where I'm at. Like if anybody's out there where you are struggling with like the other, like your spouse's ex and there's been turmoil or whatever, this is kind of the road I've learned to go down. Um, Kill them with kindness. Yeah, really. Absolutely. Kill them with kindness because at the end of the day, like I know I'm happy and I'm doing my thing in life as much as, especially when the kids are young, if the other parent is feeding them stuff like negative things about anything, that child at the time they might believe that parent, the older they get, the more they're going to see for themselves, the more they're going to be able to look back and be like, you know, mom or dad said this, but I've actually never seen that in this person. And so it sucks because you're really having to play the long game. You're really having to be in it for the long haul when of course you want justice right up front, but you really kind of just have to play it of being the bigger person, which sucks sometimes. But that's the, that those kids are going to realize one day that, that it was all bullshit. And that's what, Honestly, my husband's been so good with telling me that he's like, listen, you do what you do best over here. And that is being a kick-ass mom and stepmom to these kids and running our family and keeping everybody happy. And she will grow up and know that stepmom is an awesome person. Yeah, regardless, always loved her. But, yeah. You know, regardless of what's being, you know, put on the other side of that. So yeah, I love, like, thank you for saying that because I felt like that's so important for people to, to hear. It is. You kind of just have to, you just have to be the bigger person. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else are we, I feel like, uh, we've got some stuff coming at you. We, we're going to have a really cool guest on. Yep. Um, we're going to have a few cool guests. We're going to have a few cool guests. <laughs> we have, uh, we're going to do some kid interviews with our own children. So this is what we want for anybody listening out there. If you are curious about anything that we should ask our kids or like you want to know what our kids think about certain Yeah. About being in a blended family, about going back and forth between mom and dad, about anything. Yeah. If anybody has like things that they're curious about, write in because we're going to come up with some interview questions for our kids that they're not going to know what we're going to ask them first beforehand. And we want to really see the real truth of what they feel about our situations. Um, We're also going to bring our husbands on. Yep. That's going to be an interesting one. You guys, we're going to get the men's perspective of being in a blended family. Yeah. You, you finally, for that one. you finally <laughs> get to meet the famous Brad Mark and Mark. And Brad. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. And, um, we got a lot of love and a blender over here. So that's right. Till next time, guys. <laughs>